Hey everybody, this is AJ McLean and I am the man of the hour. And today we are going to uh, really peel back every layer as much as we can of the onion of life, love, happiness, and self-acceptance. Hey there and happy Monday. I hope your week's starting fresh, my friends. Justin Crawford here. First of all, I can't get over the fact that we're already at episode 40 together. Now, if you're considering starting a podcast, just know that the more episodes you do, the funner it gets, and the more you look back and realize that you've probably done more than you would have ever thought so. Also, if I sound a bit raspy, it's because I just got out of bed on a Sunday and wanted this recording to be the first thing I did because our favorite Backstreet Boys on the show this week. AJ McLean and I dove straight into what I think is a conversation that many of you will walk away from feeling a bit more grounded in who you are and what you want. Whether it was just the simple things, AJ brought a lot to this conversation that will certainly help you out a bit. From overcoming identity crisis or any form of addiction, learning to love your neighbor, raise a family, or just remembering to be a kid sometimes, it's all right here on this episode. As always, thanks for being here. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired by AJ McLean. AJ, you're here, and your Zoom yeah. says you are one and only. I want to start with that. First of all, it's good to see you, buddy. And Likewise. thank you for saying yes. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, you know, back when back when the the uh, lockdown started, uh, a bunch of friends and I started a Zoom AA meeting, um, and we've been doing it every single day since March 16th of last year, every day at 4:30. Um, like clockwork, seven days a week. So uh, I kind of got bored about halfway through the year with just my name on yeah. my screen. So I started just throwing out different names. Um, last week, it 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 was uh, song titles from random you know songs. I just threw out these random ones, but I haven't changed uh, your one and only in the past few days. So. We'll see what it turns into uh, <laughs> later this afternoon when I when I log on to my meeting. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys should have seen it as it pops up. I'm expecting AJ McLean, and then here we are, like you, you are, you're one and only, and I'm like my one and only what, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. dude, I, I'm excited to have you for the next hour, AJ, and here's why. And I just showed you a clip. I'd bore people with my awesome. terrible singing. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I would bore people with my terrible singing abilities, but I was a baby. I was born in 96, about the time when you guys went platinum on all the records and, you know, Backstreet Boys was, was really blowing up. And at that time, my parents and I were in the Air Force. We moved straight from Japan to the U.S., one of the first bands, period. Not even just boy bands. I was exposed to what were you guys. And, uh, and I played that video for you and you saw it, but anybody listening right now, I, I showed AJ when I was dancing in my living room, probably just learning English at that point too, right? My mom's Japanese, dad's American. I was like, wait, wait, music's where it's at. Like, let's, you know, when we first moved to the US, but you guys have stuck with me since. I, when I was building out, you know, what this conversation was going to look like, I was listening to No Place, which we'll get to. Anybody tuning in now too, that's a song that really hits home. This was 2019, I believe, when you guys came out with it. And still gets people in, in tears, but we have you for an hour, AJ. And I just really want to start with where you're at today. Hmm. This is 2021. I mean, we're all in weird places, no matter what, because we're yeah, still- look, Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, <laughs> you know, ever since, because here's the thing, let's go back to um, like the, the March 12th of, of, you know, 
last year, um, you know, I was in South America with the uh, fellas. We were uh, wrapping up our our Latin America run of the DNA World Tour, mm-hmm. and uh, we had two shows left. One was in Rio, and one was in Sao Paulo, Brazil. We were able to finish the Rio show, the uh, stadium there, but then we had a day off after that before we were supposed to do the uh, final final stadium show, and we 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 you know didn't really know what was going on. Like we had mm-hmm. heard rumblings about the pandemic. We didn't know that it really, I don't think anybody knew that it was going to blow up the way that it did. I, I, I think we obviously thought, you know, well, we'll go home. It's, it's not that big of a deal, blah, 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 blah. You know, cut to, we get told that, you know, the government down there is like, it's not safe for you or the audience to put on the show. So we're going to have to postpone it until mm-hmm. a later date. So we flew home three days later, the lockdown happened. And, you know, I see the silver lining for me personally in this past year and a half. Um, you know, I've been, I've been making music on my own for, for years, but nothing has ever been really, really released on a grand scale. Mm. Um, you know, and I've done all types of music. I was doing a country album prior to where oh, I am. love country. Country, AJ. Yeah, I was, I was dabbling in the world of country and I, I definitely had a good little run there. And, you know, I put out a few singles and it was fun. It was fun. Mm. It was an experience, but it never really felt like it was home for me 100%. Um, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of R&B and soul and funk and mm-hmm. Southern rock. And so when the pandemic happened, obviously that whole thing kind of got shut down because I was flying back and forth between LA and Nashville. Mm. And, you know, when everything stopped, I was like, all right, well, I'm home now. What, what do I really want to do? Well, you know, what is, what is really going to make me happy? So uh, not only did I, did I finally get sober again, which Mm -hmm. is fantastic. I've been battling it for years. Um, and to be home with my family, to be able to focus on myself, um, you know, my friends and I started a Zoom AA meeting every day at 4.30. Uh, that's, uh, that's called Circle the Wagons. Um, you know, and if anyone doesn't know what that phrase means, back in the Old West, you know, when there was a threat, um, they would circle the actual wagons around the, the, you know, people that were being threatened and they would protect and ward off the bad the bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our interpretation of keeping the bad out and keeping the good in. And uh, we've been doing that every single day. So I, all of a sudden, like, as I'm really kind of going through this kind of self-discovery, mm-hmm. I realized, okay, you know what? This is the kind of music that I want to make. This is the message that I want to convey. And, you know, between the previous administration, which was, you know, Captain Asshat, I'm sorry, but that's, I'm, I'm going to say it. Hell yeah, it was. Uh, you know, things just kept getting worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse. And, you know, I've been a huge advocate for the LGBT community. Um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, huge, huge supporter. Um, you know, and it just, I, I just want people to all be treated equally, period. Mm. So yeah. I said, okay, you know what? I have a platform, I have an opportunity to hopefully use my voice for good and use music for good and show people 
that may be, you know, fans or, 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 you know, new fans that might be scared to be who they are or to stand up for what's right, mm. you know, to use a platform that I have for good, like almost like a superhero, you know, um, and through music, through visual, mm. through, through how I, uh, you know, come across visually, you know, wardrobe wise, everything. Mm. I want people to see me and go, okay, this guy is comfortable with who he is. And I want to know how that feels. I want to be comfortable with who I am. And, you know, whether you're born a boy, but you know that you're a girl or vice versa, go for it. If you, uh, you know, if, if you're in a biracial relationship, it's all good. Um, you know, and just, I just want to spread love. That's all I want to do. And I, I'm, I'm so just elated that, you know, things are starting to move in the right direction now mm. across the, across the board. And, you know, yes, we still have a lot of violence going on. Yes. There's still unnecessary shootings and mass shootings and things that are happening that are just disgusting. Mm. But I, I, I just hope that if we can come together through peace and love and understanding and acceptance that we can finally move forward as a nation, as a globe and work together, you mm. know, music, music's a big, big part of that. Huge. Universal love language. And you said it, you it know, is. spreading it love. Is. Sometimes it takes music. Music. I mean, look, live concerts are going to be the last thing that comes back right. after the pandemic is over. And I know people are dying. They're itching to get back. Both the artists and the fans Never are itching to get back out there. So, you know, I'm excited to yeah. be able to bring, bring this, bring this AJ that's been in me forever, finally out to the world and let people see me for who I really am outside of Backstreet Boys. Oh, because yeah. there is a lot more to me than just being a Backstreet Boy, you know, a lot more. You, you said Superman, and I can't help but imagine back in the 90s when you guys were actually flying as if you were superheroes. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, you know, back, back in 99 when we did the Millennium Tour, that was, that was, Worth that. that was a conversation that went on for quite some time because <laughs> Brian, Brian is terrified of heights. Um, mm. I'm not a big fan myself, but I can tolerate it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it was a conversation with our, production team uh, yeah. and our stage and our, and our stage directors and choreographers you know they were like this is this is how you guys should enter this is this, mm. this epic moment and <laughs> y'all flew in like, let me tell you even on the vhs tapes you think you guys would come through that tv screen sometimes oh, yeah. you know what I mean? all of us were like i don't really know that idea it. i mean you know <laughs> then once we once we opened that door then it was just like yeah, you know, we're doing up there, you know, doing flips and stuff, and we're just having fun with it. Doesn't you know? end. Oh yeah. You know, I say Superman, AJ, because for a long time, as you have built your career with the Backstreet Boys, for example, or post that as an independent artist, now people look at you as a superhero. Especially now, you're going into more self-help direction of making sure that everybody feels equal and and comfortable with who they are and loved and respected but I can only see it in your eyes as you're talking about all these things, how, how comfortable and grounded and happy you are now. 
And that's an AJ I think people have been waiting to see for years. So like, how did you get to this point? Like where, where did, what was that discovery process like? And then how do you feel ultimately now where you are? I see nothing but happiness, man. Yeah, no, I mean, look, dude, I, I couldn't be happier. Um, I mean, look, there's always room for growth. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I can only imagine how much better my better can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I, I'll, I'll say, you know, 16 months ago when I got sober, um, it was my youngest daughter that really kind of set me down this, down this path of self-discovery and really, really taking it seriously. I've been in and out of sobriety for over 20 years. Um, and it's just, you know, look, it's, it's, it's been an uphill battle regardless, um, of what you see on the outside. There was a lot of shit going on on the inside that was unsettled. Um, and you know, nobody really got to see that side of me because I would mask it with drugs and alcohol or, you know, staying up all night and partying or whatever. And, you know, I found ways to put on a mask and not let people see who I really was. But I, I went to Vegas to see a friend perform. It was uh, a friend of mine's opening night in Vegas. Um, I went solo, which right right off the bat going to Vegas by yourself when you're not sober mm. is already a bad idea mm-hmm. and so uh you can only imagine where that went and when i came back home the following day um you know i was still hungover i was still not sober my wife and i got into a, a bit of an argument and my youngest daughter came to sit next to me and said you know you don't you don't smell like my daddy. And then she walked away from me and that it took a second. And that was literally like the biggest slap to the face. Like, wake up, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you really doing with your life right now? This is, do you want to lose all of this? Because you're right there. Your wife's at the end of her rope. Your kids have never, never have to see you drunk and they haven't seen you drunk. But right now, your youngest just said those very powerful words. So the day after that, uh, I dove, I dove headfirst back into sobriety and recovery. And let me just tell you, like I said, the, the silver lining with the pandemic is the fact that I, I wasn't going back on the road. You know, I was home. Uh, I got to really dive in to myself uh, 1000% and be mm. here and be present for my kids, be yeah. present for my wife, be present for myself and start, start peeling back the layers of the onion because there are quite a few layers. And I, yeah, I, 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 the mindset I have today is, is unlike anything I've ever experienced, even years and years ago, mm. when I put together a, a stint of about seven years sober, I, I was a dry drunk. Like I wasn't going to meetings. I wasn't doing the things that were asked of me or, or suggested, you know, I just chose not to drink. And sure right. enough, I, you know, I went right back to it again, yeah. but this is different. This is, this is the way it's supposed to be. And yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, I wake up every morning 
Yeah. Like my wife always teaches me. She's like, it's, it, it still blows her mind that I would wake up at four in the afternoon usually. And now I'm waking up at four 30 in the morning to get my morning bike ride in and my workout and my breakfast and my morning meditation. And then my day starts. She, she's, she's still like, Solid. who are you, man? Like, what the hell? I'm in like, a good way. This is me. That's been clawing to try to get out. You know, you said the onion, we'll get to the onion in a minute. Uh, Cause that, I think all of us are like that, but you also bring up a mask where at what point in your early life, cause you were a Backstreet Boy, dude, like imagine if I was a Backstreet Boy, I wouldn't know what the hell to do with anything. So like, <laughs> where did you feel like you had to put on a mask for everybody else, fans, fan, uh, friends, family, whoever, that you then were covering things up so much. And then why was it that way for you for so long? You know, I think, you know, when you're in a group, number one, you, you know, the first thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is kind of self-identity because you are, you are a, a, a group, you're a unit, you move as one, you sing as one, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you act as one. And I think, you know, you, people lose their, their kind of self-awareness and self-identity and I, I was always the one, I, the, the black sheep of the group. Sure. For sure. I mean, you know, ever since I, I realized that, oh, I could not wear exactly what the rest of the group's wearing. Oh, I could dye my hair. Oh, I could get tattoos. Um, you know, I could paint my nails. Um, once these things started to come up for me, I, I you know, realized, oh, okay, I could be this total, like, ind individual. But then, you know, with that came, I hate to quote Spider-Man, but with that came great responsibility. And I didn't know how to be responsible. And I didn't want mm. people to see the, the scared me. I didn't want people to see the, the insecure me. Um, so, you know, I had a very difficult time for years to separate between AJ and yeah. Alex. Alex is, that's my name, Alexander James McLean. That is me, born and raised. That's my birth name. AJ became a stage name mm. and has been my, my name ever since. But I had a very difficult time separating the two. So I'd walk off stage and instead of, you know, morphing back into Alex and just being the, the goof, the goof, the goofball that I am, I wanted to maintain this persona. Mm. So the mask became this like, oh, I'm, I'm a rock star. I can do what I want. I can party. I can do this, that, and the other. And nobody, nobody has to see how much I'm dying inside and how much I'm in, I'm so insecure and, and how I'm literally this scared little boy inside I'm going to just put on this mask and act like a badass when really I'm the furthest thing from a badass. You know, everyone labeled me as the bad boy. I am the furthest freaking thing from a bad boy you'll ever meet. Yeah. I'm a big squishy teddy bear that just like, you know, but again, I try to live up to this, this persona. And in doing so, I just dug a deeper hole for myself for Alex. Mm. I just pushed him down all the way. And, and, you know, and this other personality took over and yeah. it wasn't until 16 months ago that 
I, you know, I finally took the mask off, boxed it up, duct taped it and put it in the attic. Threw it out. Yeah. As you have a mask right behind you, but it's a different mask behind you. That's a, that's a, that's a badass. <laughs> badass mask. I was going to say. No, 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 no. You don't understand this. No. It's the one that like opens up and closes on its own, right? Dude, this is like my favorite thing in the world. Jarvis, open mask. Stop. I mean, come on, Jarvis, close mask. That's wow. I mean, the light, the, the eyes. Come on. Yeah, I'm a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a nerd, as you can tell. I mean, I have floating sneakers behind me. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna get to that one a little later. That's so head. cool major sneakerhead too so yeah we love this we love this alex <laughs> and aj you uh i can't help but think about people who who struggle with identity crisis or putting up a an unnecessary image of themselves i mean what would you tell those people since you i mean you mentioned having a mask on for so long up until you know 16 18 months ago yeah i mean look you know uh, and 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 this goes out to everyone whether you're straight, white, black, Asian, doesn't matter your gender. Um, if you're transgender, if you're, you know, if you're gay, everybody out there is, you are, you are created uh, by the creator. We are all the same. We all bleed the same. Everybody, you know, is an individual, period. You are you are unique. Um, whoever you are out there listening, you are unique, you are special, and you are you. No one can take that from you. No one can tell you who you are or who you need to be. Um, so there is no shame in being you, um, whatever that entails. Mm. And you should be you proudly and stand up for what you believe in, stand up for who you are, and embrace who you are. And the hardest part, obviously, is criticism, ignorance, judgmental people, um, you know, uh, people throwing in politics and religion into, uh, you know, what defines a person. None of that matters. It, you know, always look at yourself in the mirror and love yourself, stay true to yourself, because that's that's what I do today. I can finally look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I love you. You're a good person. You ain't perfect. You've got faults. That's okay. Mm. Today, what can I learn today that can make me better, make me stronger, and make me more confident within myself? And I would suggest that to anyone out there who may be struggling with identity or gender or, you know, race, racism, whatever the case is, you know, if you stay true to who you are and you stand your ground, um, you will find something so powerful inside of you that no one can take away from you. No one, no mm. one. Um, and you know, I'm still on that journey. I'm not there yet. I don't know if I'll ever be there. It'll continue to be a journey, but I, I just want that journey to continue to peel and peel and peel more layers. And I mean, who, who knows where I'll be a year from right now? You know, no one knows where we'll be a year from right now, no. but 
I hope it's only growing and not going back the other way. One hundo, man. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, you're a man of community too. I mean, as much as people have to be grounded for themselves and love themselves, I will say this and I want your thoughts. When you give that to people and you build community around that, you give a lending hand, even if whether or not you're giving a lending hand to somebody is the confident one or reaching out as someone who just needs somebody else. Regardless, I've always noticed that it's just, you're better together. It's a huge thing. And then also power in numbers. So I wanted to ask you where you found the benefit so far with between your Instagram uh, lives and handing your platform to so many people, your podcast that you had launched, which we'll get to. And just like being around so many people all the time that you now love to be around. You know, your four your 430 Zoom, for instance. Like when you're in those communities, how do you feel and why, what are the benefits to it? No, look, there is power in numbers. There is, um, especially when it's, when you're surrounding yourself with a group of people that understand and people that accept you and people that um, can relate to you because yeah. then there is, there's a, there's a common thread. Um, mm. Whether it's my AA group, there's a common thread. We all want to stay sober. We all want to help other addicts out there get sober. Um, whether it's the podcast, talking about mental health, talking about um, crashing and burning and coming out the other side and mm. spreading awareness because mental health just gets tucked in, you know, under the rug all oh, the time. Yeah. Everyone goes in every year to get a physical, but there's no physical for mental health. There's no going in and checking, checking in with your, mind and checking in with your spirit yeah. that doesn't happen um and i think it should um you know being you know going to these rallies going to support you know movements uh the blm movement to going and you know supporting the lgbt community c community the word is right there you know this is a community of people that have been judged and have been ridiculed for decades mm. and you know i mean look if if the community continues to grow the power gets taken back because mm. you have power in numbers you have people that are working together for the same common goal love acceptance um and you know again it starts with one person mm. and it spreads um and if that one person has the best intentions and really truly believes in the power of good and love and acceptance. And that is what that group is as a whole, then you can move mountains, you, mm -hmm. can move mountains, you know, but, and I, I want to be a part of, of those groups of people because those groups of people actually give a shit. Those groups of people actually love each other and want to see the best in in other people. Mm. I mean, I have, I have a lot of gay friends that even though they, they have acquaintances that are anti-Semitic and are, you know, are anti-trans and all these things, they still love them because that's just who they are, but they don't, they don't agree with their beliefs, but it's like, they still somewhat can see the good in them, if mm -hmm. there is some good there, you know, look, like, yeah. like I've heard multiple times, no one is born racist. 
-hmm. it's learned. Um, you know, in the LGBT community, yes. Are you born that way? A hundred percent, I believe that. But again, you know, it starts with, with home. It starts with how you raise your kids. It starts with teaching your kids uh, to be accepting of others mm -hmm. and to be loving and nurturing and to love your neighbor and to be colorblind and genderblind. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like uh, when I read this thing, this, this bill that got passed in freaking Florida about, you know, you know, checking, checking kids gender, uh, you know, like basically be, having the ability to, to pull kids pants down to see if they're a boy or a girl and all this stuff is just like, why, why do you, why do you care? Why yeah. does that matter? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It, so it's still a it's it's still a huge uphill battle, mm -hmm. but I I I I want to be there on the front lines, helping as best I can. Yeah, and like you said, not too long ago, it is about going in a more positive direction and being optimistic that 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 will be the case. Um, I want to we're gonna go back home really with you. I want to know how the how you feel like raising kids are, um, how that that, that it starts at the house starts yeah. when you are a child. It starts with how your parents raise you. Um, and I know both, we could say this about our parents. It's like you, you especially moms, right? Like when, when you have a, oh, when yeah. you have a, a mother's love is like, a, like no other. Right. Um, but yeah. you said this just a second ago where people who don't necessarily agree with your beliefs, you know, or maybe your lifestyle choices, for example, can still be friends with you. How? Because there's so many people I have met or I hear of where they're not willing to take a chance or risk being friends or associated with a certain type of person because of there's just so much at stake and what they think would be at stake. Where can someone be friends with someone if they don't necessarily believe in them? I wanted to ask you. I mean, look, it's, it's few and far between because I've, I've had to let go of quite a few friends sure. that, you know, I thought I could, I could bear with it, but they, they just push and like vomit out their beliefs so negatively and so directly that it's, it's almost impossible sure. to be friends with these people. But mm -hmm. there are people that I know that, you know, maybe they were a huge Trump supporter or mm -hmm. maybe they, you know, they have certain beliefs that I don't agree in or agree with, sorry, but, you know, as long as they don't bring that around me and they don't push that around me or on my kids or, you know, uh, drag me into that. Yeah. And I can, I can maybe still be friends with you. I could still, you know, I could look, maybe not the best of friends, but, you know, if I know that person and I see what that person's heart is, mm -hmm. you know, maybe the mind sometimes is not in the right place, but the heart is, it does happen. Not a lot, but it does happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen yeah. people's heads be in the gutter, but their heart is in the right place. Sometimes they turn it around. Sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. uh, but you won't know if you didn't try to be their friend or acquaintance or... Yeah, exactly. But I mean, look, I, the people I have in my life today, 
um, I'd say pr pretty much all of them, we're all on the same page. Oh, nice. Um, you know, good feeling. Yeah, I mean, look, there is a few that uh, people that I that I know or that I work with or that are, you know, business associates that may have different beliefs uh, politically sure. or religious wise. But we've already said, you know what, we're not going to bring that into our relationship, our conversation. It doesn't need to happen. But the minute you bring that into our conversation, Mm. is the minute I walk out of the conversation. Of course. Because that that's that's not why that's that's not why we're working together. We're working together because we want to do something good or we mm. want to make change. Um but yeah, I mean look, you you can pick out the bad from the good, I think. Oh, yeah. Pretty easily nowadays. Yeah. I mean they're they're it's right there. So right obvious. Right. It's yeah. so obvious. I mean, <laughs> The good and the bad onion. We'll write a book together because I, yeah. I promise we'll get to this onion phrase in just a second. Let's talk about your family, AJ. Uh, two uh, things. here. You love them. We love seeing that you love them. First thing I got for you is, is how you raise your kids in a way, you particularly with you, with your beautiful daughters. How are you raising them to prepare them for the future of what's to come and who the hell knows what's coming? But I know, yeah, what, I know how, are, how are you as a dad educating them and kind of like grooming them in a way that's going to allow them to live their best life in the best ways, you know, as young, yeah, as a young I mean, woman. Look, I, I let my kids make their own decisions. Um, and even if they're not the right ones, then we talk about it and then we learn from it. Um, you know, I will always be, uh, I'll always be in their corner, um, regardless of what path they choose. Um, you know, if one of my kids, woke up tomorrow and said, daddy, you know, I want to, I, I think I'm a boy. I want to be a boy. Okay, let's go. You know, um, or, Hey dad, I don't want to be a dancer anymore. I want to be a veterinarian or I want to be a doctor. Okay, let's go. It doesn't matter to me. Um, as long as they love themselves and as long as they know that, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna hit some speed bumps. That's just what life is. You know, I teach my kids to live life on life's terms. Um, you know, which is, you know, I, 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 like I said, I let them make, make choices. Um, I give them an opportunity to learn what responsibility is. I don't wanna, you know, say it's X, Y, Z, that's yeah. all, that's, that, that, that's your only option. No, you have options. Um, you know, and my kids are extremely intelligent. I, my, my youngest, Jesus, she's four. And I swear to God, she's going to come up with, you know, the cure for, you know, green, a, a, a greener world when she's seven. I don't know. But I just, I just know that we, we, we promote love, um, tolerance, acceptance, and, uh, you know, just a really happy household. I had mm. a very happy household growing up. Same. Um, you know, I didn't have, uh, you know, the, the alcoholic family, the fighting parents, the, my parents did get divorced, but, you know, I, I have worked through that. But, you know, my kids see love, they see, you know, 
all the all the people we have in our lives that come through that door, whether whatever the color of their skin, whatever their sexual preference, uh, they don't see anything different. And that's what I that's what I love, you know, because they see mommy and daddy do it and they want to do it. And they ask questions mm. and I, and I, you know, sit down and I, and I have a conversation with them. You know, anytime yeah. my kids ask a question, if they're like, well, why is that? Or, you know, why, why is that boy kissing that boy? And then we have a conversation. Mm. Um, and, and, and just that's, that's what it's always going to be like in this house until they move out when they're 35. Um, because my kids are staying with me until they're 35. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to protect my girls from the world as long as I can. No, yeah. <laughs> um, no they, I, they are both very, very strong young ladies. They really are. And um, yeah, and they have an amazingly strong mother. My mm -hmm. wife is, you know, if they, if they gave out an EGOT for, or, you yeah. know, for the, the most amazing just woman, mother, yeah. wife, best friend, uh, that would be my wife. Um, to put up with my bullshit that she had to put up with for the last 12 years, yeah, out of rehabs, to be yeah. a mom, um, juggling two kids when I'm on the road traveling, um, as well as just going on her own journey sure. and staying strong. Um, she's my rock. She is. So, yeah. Because you said that we're going to put you right in front of Mother's Day. We're going to put, we'll, we'll pull that. Mother's Day is around the corner. You got anything special planned for? Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to sit down with the girls and ask them what they want to do. What they want to do. Yeah. What they want to do for, you know, Mother's Day. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm just glad that I get to be home for Mother's Day. Yeah. I for, get to be home for Father's Day. I've missed, uh, a gee, I've missed a lot of Father's Days. I bet, uh, you know, because we're usually on the road in the summer. Uh, so yeah, you'll be I, there. I, I, I'm going to be home this time. So they better get me something good. Well, I was thinking, I don't know what, you well, know. you can't ask them, right. Then that spoils the surprise. No, and I, also look, <laughs> I get, I get the gift of being a father every day and that's all I need. That's all I need. Mm. I you know? feel that. I feel it from you. I'm not a dad yet, but listen, I got a great dad. And I feel that when, when you guys are so proud of being in the fatherhood world, you did at one point say that you didn't deserve this though. What did you mean by that? Yeah. You know, I think because, you know, where my mind was then, uh, yeah. was still in that insecure, um, you know, I'm not good enough as I, as I call it piece of shitism that I was living in, in my, yeah. in my, you know, head. Uh, when my kids would say, I love you, or my wife would say, I love you. It, I didn't love myself. So I'm sitting there going, no, you know, you don't love me. How can you love this disgusting human being who can't stay sober, who is, you know, lying to you, who is just being a complete asshat, you know, why do you love me? Why? How, how's that possible? Yeah. Um, and now, you know, now I see, now I see why they love me Yeah. because I am a good person. Hell yeah, yeah, you are. And, you know, and I, I'm not perfect, but I do the very best that I can. That's and, all you can ask. You know, being, being a dad and being a husband is the most rewarding gift I've ever been given. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, so yeah, I didn't think I deserved it back then. Um, you know, now you do now I absolutely deserve it. That's so good to hear you say, and who doesn't want a dad that has a floating shoe behind him? Yeah. I mean, look, my, my kids are always like wanting to, cause look, I'm a big uh, sneakerhead. I'm a big sneakerhead, but I'm also just a big kid. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I have toys. I have Nerf guns. I'm 43 years old, man. I got Nerf guns. I got electric bikes. I got my skateboards. I got, I've got Tony Stark's helmet sitting yeah. right there. I, I'm a big kid and, you know, I get to really embrace that side of me and, sh- and, and, and be like that with my girls. And it's just so much fun. I just introduced my girls to super soakers. They had never seen a super soaker before. I haven't seen one in and, years. Well, no, I, me either. I haven't used one in years. And man, <laughs> we had a little pool day last week and it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, as long as no shooting in the eyes, you know, right. but. Keep the, the goggles on. Oh yeah. Oh no, we did. We all had our masks <laughs> on. It was awesome. You know, anybody who's not in Los Angeles is pretty envious that you guys are able to have soaker fights like that right now. It's like super yeah, cold in I New know. York. I, yeah, it definitely, you know, well, it's, it's been, it's, it's weird, man. It's like, it was like 92, like three days ago. And here. then down. And now it's like 60. I'm oh, like, yeah. what the heck is going on? What? Global warming does not exist. Yeah. Right. I, Earth Day was yesterday. Happy belated. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> that's a good wake up call. Recycle, recycle. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> y'all. Speaking of recycling, I mean, I don't know if people recycle onions. Can we get to this onion really fast? Yes. Anybody who's listening, we've, we, he dropped it earlier. I dropped it three times now. We're going to get to it. I've, uh, you, I'm going to quote you for a second. You, you once said, I've compared myself to an onion. There are a lot more layers to me than anyone really knows about. And thinking back to that now, I mean, how would you say you're kind of peeling back layer by layer as this, this new, happy, living his best life, AJ, and then giving that to a lot of other people? Um, you know, look, there's still lots of layers left. Um, you know, it's like what, when we were in school and we learned when you, when you cut a tree in half, you can see the rings, um, and it tells you how old that tree is. Um, it's fascinating to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. and onions have, if you really take it one layer at a time, it takes a long time to get to the center of the onion, a long time. Um, and, you know, I may never get to the center of my onion, but that's okay because I'm continuing to peel back layers. And yeah. look, that's, that's what I want, you know, people out there that might be scared to even start that process. Um, don't be, because mm-hmm. look, it's going to be an emotional roller coaster. There's yeah. going to be tears, as we all know, with onions, there's tears. There's laughter with onions. That. There's laughter with onions. When you're crying sometimes with an onion, you're also laughing. Um, and, and stinky breath. Yeah, and yeah, well, the stinky breath part, that's, you know. Uh, but no, also there's, there's that determination mm. to, to keep going and to not stop. Um, and I would suggest that to anyone out there that may be mm. hurting or maybe insecure or maybe questioning, um, you know, who they are um, and who they want to be. Dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. You will find out. And that person is the person that you are meant to be. Mm-hmm. And love that person. Um, and I, 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 I promise you, 
if you can love yourself and you can truly have self-acceptance, mm-hmm. I believe you can be more accepting of others. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, again, it all starts with what's going on inside. So more about more about your onion, AJ. If you had to guess, you said it could take forever. You may never find the core of this onion of yours, right? But if you had to guess what what is your core of your onion uh, to AJ McLean, what, what, would, what would you think that would be? I think my core would be um, a, a very, uh, you know, almost like, um, like Benjamin Button, but the other way. Hmm. Like this little boy who is just happy and free hmm. and compassionate, loving, trusting, um, open-minded, open-hearted, fearless, determined um, person that mm. I think I really am. And I'm, you know, with, with every layer, I get a little piece of those things I just said. Yeah. A little piece and, and until that whole piece is finally completed. But that's, 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 that's what I think is there, you know? Man. So, I just I got look, cold I look, I look forward to it. I look yeah. forward to it. I don't know if I will ever get there or maybe, maybe I don't want to get all the way to the core because then where do you go? Yeah. You know, I want to just continue on this journey of self-exploration and love and just see where it goes, you know? Take my time, peel real slow. Man, life's a journey. Yeah, it is. And you're only as old as you feel. I mean, you said you were 43. Are you kidding me, dude? You're as lo- you're as young as you want to be. You could be oh, yeah. 22 today with the floating sneaker behind you. Yeah, and the, my the knees are not that young. My knees feel. I feel that every morning when I wake up. I'm like, oh <laughs> damn it, that's right. Yep. But everything Listen. else, like, let's go. Let's go. You know. Wait. You know what? Something else that's going is your podcast. Pretty messed up. Yes. With your Dancing with the Stars partner, Cheryl, Cheryl Burke. Burke. Yes, and my longtime mentor and best friend, Renee Elizondo. Um, Isn't that fun? How's it going? It, it's been going fantastic. We've had such a great, a great list of people that have been on the show, um, from actors yep. to uh, political figures to um, doctors, scientists, a neuroscientist. Uh, Those are the best ones. They just tell you everything about your brain. We had Maya Bialik on the show. She's a yeah. freaking neuroscientist. Like, okay. Uh, and one of the sweetest human beings ever. Um, you know, it's yeah. it's been amazing because, you know, the three of us get to basically share our mm-hmm. experience, strength, and hope. Um, what it was like, you know, what it's like now and what we look forward to in the future, as well as talking about things that are taboo, um, mental health issues, um, you know, relapse, uh, living life on life's terms, um, talking about social, social things, you know, racism, um, mm. you know, uh, gender bashing and all these things that are happening that are continuing mm. to happen. But hopefully now, you know, this, this, this new generation who is not a silent generation, I'm, right. I'm proud of the generation of, you know, kids now that are using their social media and their platforms for good to have a voice to say enough is enough 
Um, I hope that my daughter's generation um, is the is his is the is the you know one that finally just gets it, just gets mm. it, you know. So it's it's been a lot of fun, um, you know. And uh, doing a podcast is really pretty simple, you know. I could do it. I I, I do it from do this it anywhere, anywhere I want, you know. And it's uh, it's awesome. It's a really great uh, team of uh, people, and uh, oh. yeah, it's awesome. I- I love that for you guys. Come in. We, listen, I mean, we were a podcast first. So I think when the coolest thing I think you'll realize, and you've done, you've probably realized this yourself, you just get to talk, right? But when you talk about the right things and the things that educate people, like a neuroscientist coming on there to just talk about how the brain functions and why you might be anxious, you can bring a celebrity on, which is great. I love having you on, but look at how much you've uncovered, or I would say unpeeled, right? right. About, about everything. And it's like when you have... Now, I wouldn't say limitless amount of times. Could we keep you for four hours? Probably not. But like, you know, when you have a little bit more than just a, a quick hit for, for what people are used to seeing, for instance, like a 15 second Instagram reel of a soundbite, or if you were on like the Today Show for five, it's not a lot of time. When you have more time, you kind of get to open up about a lot more and educate yeah. people, you know? Absolutely. And it's been fun. And I think, listen, this whole conversation has been fun, man. But I want to I, I end on a light note here. All right. I told everybody at the beginning that I that I played a video of me dancing to the I think it was everybody right everybody and I thought I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna leave these questions for the end we're gonna do questions of the hour on YouTube in just a second everybody but you know to keep one on the podcast and I wanted to end on this because you've been such an incredible time for the last what I think is an hour I never actually keep track sometimes we're under an hour sometimes we're a little over but you know for being today's man of the hour on the men of the hour it's we look we've looked at you again like as a superhero now we look at you as like a super dad and the super podcaster you're you are someone i think the generation of many many generations are looking at that damn like he's where he wants to be i can do that for myself he's he's been through so much i'm going through so much and and you being you is exactly why we wanted you to come on the show but again i want to end on a light note so it's one of one of the OG boy band members, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about boy bands today? I'm not going to drop any of the boy bands names, but like, what do you think of them today? And where do you think it's going? Right. Cause you're an OG. I think it's a different, uh, it's a, it's a different incantation of the boy bands of my, of my era, which is singing and dancing and playing instruments. Now you have more of the just singing or mm-hmm. playing instruments there's no dancing um you know and that's okay that's yeah. okay i mean you know that's look it's not for everybody but mm-hmm. you know you've got the one directions and these you yeah. know groups that that have come that you know out in the in these you know past few years and they're freaking beyond talented they're mm-hmm. amazing um are they still together no but you know we the this this generation of of groups sure it's definitely a little bit different mm. but look a good song is a good song yeah. it doesn't matter if you're dancing or not a good song is a good song yeah but a good and, song uh, turns to a great song when you come flying out with some ropes and doing back yeah 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 that yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. i you know i i never did see any of those groups live but i'm pretty sure they never flew over the audience that's it you guys got the chance you got the egot for whatever that category is you know what i mean 
last question here, and then we're going to jump off the podcast, AJ. If you if you could imagine the Backstreet Boys, the five of you guys hanging out or going to collaborate on a music video or going on tour with another boy band, uh, what boy band today would that be, whether or not they're still together? Um, well, we back in 2011, we did tour with us and New Kids on the Block, which, yep. was, which was awesome. But, um, you know, I would say, I think us... Us and boys to men would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, or or actually getting all of the groups that we looked up to uh, on one tour together. So us, Shy, Jodeci, Boys to Men, New Edition, mm. and Color Me Bad. That tour would be insane. Insane. I think you just called it. So give it about a year. We'll get into 2022 and that's what's going to happen. Why not? Let's give it a, let's, why not? That'd be awesome. Dude, thank you for a, um, for a great conversation. I'm more educated. I'm definitely inspired, my friend, uh, for saying yes to allowing us you to come onto this podcast. Um, you know, but with everything you have going on, pretty messed up, you give your Instagram account to a lot of folks. We love watching you. We love watching you happy. I'll tell you that much. And it's, it's good to genuinely know that you're happy where you're at right now. And it's taken a lot to get to this point, uh, but for un, for uncovering and unpeeling all that onion uh, on this episode, I appreciate you for allowing us to, to spend some time with you, man. And again, thanks. We're going to go to YouTube now uh, to anybody who's listening, come back next week. We're going to have another great episode. This was AJ McLean. And I just want to thank you guys for being here, spending some time with us today for the last hour at least what I think was the last hour. Who cares anymore, right? It's a podcast and go as long as we want now. Um, and I hope you learned something and I hope you were inspired through hearing what he's been able to do throughout his life and hearing his story, his thoughts and advice. Ultimately, hope it helped you again. Come back next week. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review wherever you're listening to this thing because we want to make it as best as we can for you. And we'll see you guys next time. We're going to drop off the podcast, go straight to YouTube, dude. Hey, it's Justin, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Men of the Hour podcast. Before we go, I would love to hear your thoughts in the rating and review section of the app you're tuning into the show on, as I only want to bring guests to the show and produce episodes that will benefit you in your everyday life. Also, for all the video clips and sneak peek exclusives, check out our Instagram and YouTube channels at Men of the Hour podcast. Until next Monday, when I come back with another great guest, I hope you continue making a positive change for yourself and those around you.